When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. And a very good evening to David Wildey and Daniel Menzel. Thanks to Just Quality Home Improvements. The open line number one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Get involved in the show there. Big show coming up and nice to see you once again, Dan. How are you? Wilds, I'm going very well, thank you. It's great to be back with you after... What have you been up to the last couple of months, actually? Well, I, after I left you last time was when Australia was struggling in the World Cup. Oh, and we were sure concerned, weren't we? Which way they were going. Went to Japan one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to, most orderly place I've ever been to. Very cheap, cheaper than Adelaide. Weather over there when you were Weather there? Weather was around 18 degrees, so yep, perfect. Nice. Went my old footy coach, Michael Noonan, and his oh, yes. uh, uh, partner in Barb Deed, and uh, we, had a, we had a fantastic time over there. Um, yeah, I, as I said, it just runs like clockwork. Then came home for a while for Christmas. My daughter was over with her, my grandson from America. Yep. And went to Bali, down the river, done it all, but great to be back here. And oh. so much has happened, as always, in the world of sport. There really has. I mean, in the summer edition of sport, there is so much that happens. We know about the cricket, the test series, the one-day series here. But there is so many other things going on. We've, we've just spoken about the NBL, the A-League. Uh, we've got the NFL, the Super Bowl, we're about to break down. There is plenty happening in the world of sport, and that's what we love. And uh, I think it's time to get into Everything that's happened over the weekend, but in particular, the Super Bowl today. Well, I think everybody that's even half interested would have watched today. It goes for about five, six, seven hours, but it was a thrilling finish. The Only the second overtime game, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, uh, once again, outstanding. I thought the first half was just so-and-so. but Lackluster. The, but when, you, when it comes down to literally the last five seconds of a game in overtime, it, it has to be good. But can I just ask you, Travis Kelsey, obviously he's better known now for Taylor Swift's better half or, <laughs> or worse half, whatever way you look at it, plays for the Kansas City. Had an altercation with the coach and it didn't look good. Like he screamed at the coach and actually bumped into him. Not, not hard, but bumped into him and it, it was nasty. Look, I'll say to you, if that was player number 20, Kelsey's a, a, a champion, one of their, with Mahomes, they probably second most important player. But had that been player number 20, Dan, I reckon he's out. And had they lost, he's out of the club. It was a uh, – Twitter went mad. Uh, it really did went, – went viral when he did that. And you don't often see anyone physically – going at the coach like yep. that. No, you don't. And uh, to be completely honest, Woods, I loved it. Did you? Absolutely loved it. Travis Kelsey is their best offensive weapon outside of their quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahomes. He had one catch in the first half, yep. one, one, one target yard. for one yard. Ended up having nine catches in the second half, 100 yards, was a massive part into why they won the Super Bowl. 
Now, he knows where he's at, and also Andy Reid, who mentioned after the game, Travis and I have a great relationship. We understand each other. He basically was saying, throw me the ball. I am, at the moment, doing nothing in this game. We are going nowhere on offense, which they were. Give it to me. I will get the job done. The quote I'll give you, Wilds, is greater talent equals greater tolerance. And I think that is what this is in this case. You mentioned it. If that was the 20th best player, then yes, there would be concerns there. But because he has done so much for them for such a long period, period of time. Absolutely. That's what he says. But at the same time, the other element of this, I love it at very good sporting clubs and the best clubs in any league, you'll see things like this happen because there is a level of respect. There is a level of trust and there's a level of professionalism, sorry, where it's like, okay, I can actually put this on the coach or the coach can put this on our senior players and we can handle it. Whereas at a lesser club, maybe you might not react the same way. And as a result, they won the Super Bowl off the back of it. Not a great look for kids. And I reckon Travis with the spotlight, with Taylor Swift, probably the most recognised person in the world at the moment. You know, you can't even buy a ticket to the concerts. But that could take its toll. He knew he was, like you said, he's a massive part, isn't he? If they had to win, he has to be in it. But he was also off off the ground, if you like, when, when they uh, had a real chance to score their first touchdown. I, I thought that might maybe why he was so... Annoyed. He'd been taken off. Now, you'd think you'd still have him on at some point when you're so close to scoring a, a touchdown. Uh, it's, it's To be completely honest, it's um, one that, unless you know the game intricately, it's hard to tell. He's off. The only reason he's off is because they're running a run play and there's someone else in to block for him, and that's the exact reason why he's not on the field, because he's one of the best players in all of football, in all of the NFL. So it is more so the fact that he was basically saying, I haven't been targeted so far this half. Give me the ball. I'll get the job done. I've got absolutely no issue with it in a world nowadays where we pick apart everything. I believe that him saying that has just validated, get me in the game. They won the Super Bowl at the end of the day. Look, I don't think if he doesn't do that, they don't win, but maybe that doesn't happen. So they're a Super Bowl winner off the back of it. Uh, Fair play to the both of them. And well done to Andy Reid, the coach, on how he handled the situation, but also afterwards. I I just, um, once again, had they lost... Yeah, it'd I be think it'd be story. completely different, and and it isn't. It's not a great look for for children or kids or even, you know, guy teenagers. Be, I haven't seen. I can't think. I I know at one stage uh, Robert Mew had a go at Malcolm Blight after the game. Actually, went to front him and and Blighty stood his ground. He said it was one of the most terrifying moments of his life. But he, but you cannot do that. And uh, uh, you're saying he did it for the right reasons. Just want to. I. He's a champion player. I want to yep. get involved. And perhaps it looked worse than. It actually oh, I was. think so, and it depends on the relationship and who it is. Oh, I think it maybe looks worse than what it was, to be completely honest. I also think it's a different age as well nowadays, and so I have absolutely no issue with it. If they're a 30th best team in the competition, then, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm agreeing with you on that one, but I just think that get me in the game. He understands why. He's been a match winner in the past. They end up winning the Super Bowl. It, it absolutely covers over those cracks. Have we got a grab on anything on the Super Bowl? We game? do. We have, we have the actual winning touchdown from McCole Hardman. Mahomes takes the snap, runs out right, throws, Hartman takes the catch, and the winning touchdown is scored. The legend of Patrick Mahomes grows. An overtime win as the Chiefs' kingdom becomes a dynasty, and Patrick Mahomes heads off on his lap of honour. Helmet raised, the great one with the great deed. A third championship, one in the final moments of overtime. 
Jared Waitley's call on SEN there of the Chiefs winning another Super Bowl. They were down 10 to 0 in this game. Patrick Mahomes has been down by 10 points in the three Super Bowls he has won. Come back. You just know, and watching it live again today, you're watching it and you're going, if you do not put these guys away, they will beat you. And you just knew it was going to come again, and it did. It's incredible what Mahomes is doing, and he is rightfully so in the conversation as to going on to be the GOAT of the NFL with Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. He yeah. will get there if he keeps He's going on this two at the moment. Only 28, so number two at the moment. A hot topic. That was a hot topic too for New Sunrise over 12. 1,200 stores Australia-wide. Visit newsunrise.com.au. Look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local service. And the other interesting thing too, I just actually I want to just touch on Glenn Maxwell. We, we called the game last night on SEN, and it was just one of those innings, Dan, where uh, you'll never forget. Like he came out, most of the batsmen struggled early. Warner, 22 off about as many balls. Um, Inglis got out early. Mitch Marsh was a bit hit and miss. And, and Maxie, after his first 10 balls, played one of the – the great innings in, in T20 cricket. He can do stuff that no one else can do. And we're going to speak with Dizzy Gillespie a little bit later today. And Dizzy said it was one of the great innings. I don't know if you watch him, but he's got really strong wrists. He can hit to positions 360 on the cricket field. And I just got a touch on that. So well done to Maxwell and well done to um, Australia. So a terrific. Let's hear from Glenn Maxwell. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, to be fair, I was real focused out there. I was pretty calm and just really clear the whole felt like the whole way through the innings I made a few mistakes probably early in the innings where I, I felt like I got balls that I could hit for boundaries and so I didn't quite place them probably tried to over overplay the ball a little bit too much and then once I sort of hit the gaps a couple of uh, hit, hit a couple out of the middle I was able to sort of I suppose manipulate the field as much as I possibly could and um, yeah I, I just gave myself a really good platform which is something that I've the recipe, I suppose, I've been trying to uh, give myself as much as I possibly can at international level. Brat says he knows every stat, what's going on. It does come up on the board, too. He would have known if he's only the second person to score five T20-hundreds. Yep. Rohit Sharma's the other one, but Rohit opens the batting. Yes. So Maxi's opened, opened the batting once when he's made 100. It's an incredible stat, that one. And he, he said he allowed himself to get in and, and be able to get his innings going. We, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. We saw the same thing happen. In the World Cup against Afghanistan, sure, three times he did, yes. didn't he? Yeah, when he gets, he should almost Glenn Maxwell should almost take ten balls every single innings he plays and just literally block it just to get him in. Because look what he does: one hundred and twenty or fifty-five. We saw it in the One Day World Cup when he made two hundred against Afghanistan. It's incredible when he gets his eye in. Other big thing that's happened, Dan Warren Treadray to the board. Now this was a really hard-fought contest. Bruce Abernethy, they're both champions of the club, and both. Fairly high-profile treaders in the media, so too, Bruce Abernethy. It's going to be interesting here because says, uh, you're either in the Treadray camp or you're not. Yep. And the comments he made about Ken Hinckley, and I know they would still be stinging Ken and Koshy. Now, you've got to come out on a united front. Treaders got voted in fairly, even though it was a small margin, so he's got to be given a go. But there's no doubt there'll be a bit of lingering angst with what Warren Treadray spoke about the Port Adelaide Football Club. I'm really interested to see how it goes. And are they 10 to 12? They've got a big board, they, I think. They do have a big board. And as you mentioned there, for those that are not across this, he mentioned that it was untenable that Ken's job, that he he basically had to be moved on after what had happened. So now and then he, they won 13 on the trot. And then they won 13 on the trot. And then they went out in the finals and, and Warren basically doubled down and said, I, I told you. I was right that, uh, yeah, look, I know they won a lot on the trot, but they didn't have success come finals time. So he is now on the board 
Uh, we might have a listen to what Nathan Buckley has mentioned about the relationship with Warren Trojay and Ken Hinckley. I think if you can have, you can still have differences of opinion, Adam, in a moment, as long as you're men about it and or or you're transparent, you're, you're transparent mm. about it, you're, you're front up on it, and you have those conversations, and then you can understand. Oh, that was then. This is now, and we're both in the same camp, and we want to. We want this club to be great. I think you're fine, and so. I was surprised to hear that that conversation hasn't taken place. I'd suggest that that's really important for that to happen because they're they're in the same boat and hopefully heading in the same direction. They they absolutely need to be heading in the same direction. And there's nothing wrong, as Buck said there, with having those hard conversations and people having different opinions. That is fine. That's what a board's for. Now, Wilds, my question to you is, do you think this is a good thing that Warren Treadray got voted into the board over Abernathy? Um, I think they both were in good, but... Tredis will probably try and shake it up more. And challenge. I think Abba would have perhaps stayed with the yeah, with what was going on. But once again, Tredis can have a say. Doesn't mean it's going to be listened to. You've got another nine, ten, eleven people on that board that can all if you want Without a literally doubt. if you want to gang up on someone, you can. I'm not saying yeah. they will. Yeah. And he's a champion of the club and they're their only premiership captain. So but gee, it's interesting with the because I know there was a lot of feeling with the Port Adelaide Footy Club towards some of the comments that Tredis yes. have made. But Interesting stuff there. That's another hot topic. Thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions. Uh, going further in the Australian Farmers, that's your local branch of Nutrien.com.au. Nutrien Ag Solutions there. Hey, big show coming up. We We've do. We've got Jason Glee. Jason oh, Dizzy. If you're wondering why I'm struggling here a bit, uh, Dan, forgot my glasses. I do like uh, who we got coming up. Just give all the uh, the sponsors their plug. Yeah, no, we've got Dizzy Gillespie coming up. Thanks to Luma Energy. Swip to the switch to the affirmative. We've got the hat trick. Uh, yes. Thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Our top seven after the break. Thanks to Kia Epic has arrived. The all electric seven seat Kia EV9. And your calls and text on the Just Quality Home Improvement open line one 736 736 or text us on 0427 154 166. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to Sports Day. SA Dan Menzel and David Wildy for Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. This is a segment I really do like. This hasn't changed, this one. The Kia Top 7. The Epic has arrived. The all-electric seven-seater Kia uh, EV9. The Epic. It is epic, and uh, I'm going to top seven tonight, Wilds. I'm going to have a look at the Adelaide Sport over the summer. So... Shout out to Blighty. I hope he's enjoying his holidays. And also to Paul Bonser as well. I've done the summer edition of Sports Day SA with him, and we've covered a lot of this sport, which we're about to go over. You know, a lot went downhill since I left. <laughs> we were sort of looking okay, Adelaide United. and That's a good call, actually. 36ers. Although the, the, the strikers come good after that, and so oh, did yeah. the, the cricket actually come good, the Australian actually, cricket team. Actually. Got Dizzy Gillespie on late. I'm going to have to apologise to Dizzy. What happened, Dan? We're calling the Big Bash. They're one and four. I love this, and you don't want to, but you have to call it as you see it. I said, oh, you jumped off. No, I said maybe Ooh. they have to look at the sack, has to look at the coaching panel and the players and the squad and whoever's picking that squad. I said, because, because strikers only ever won one, they only made a final once. Then after I said that, a bit like Treaders, I didn't say untenable. Wait, you didn't say move. Dizzy no, on, no, did I didn't. You? I said you have to look at the coaching panel. He's been there a long while, and so have the, a lot of those players. But then they won. 
everyone was a mini grand final. And uh, so I didn't have to, you know, I'll see Dizzy and I apologise. Yeah, we certainly will. But it is time for the top seven. Thanks to Kia, Epic has arrived. The all-electric seven Kia EV9. It's time for the top seven. And uh, let's go into number seven. I've gone with Matt Short. He oh. has gone back-to-back player of the tournaments in the Big Bash. MVP. Remarkably, uh, uh, not only won the batting aggregate, he won it by about 150 runs. That Chris Lynn was right up there too, second or third until he missed with a hamstring. But Matt Short is a player, and he's even playing some decent shield cricket too. So hopefully he, he gets a regular spot in the Australian side. We hope so. It's a great shout by you. Lynn and Short both averaged over 60, which is incredible in the Big Bash. 60 for Big Bash when, you, when you're trying to hit sixes is remarkable. It really is. At number six, I've gone with the 36ers, but in particular, Scotty Ninnis' resurgence of the 36ers. When he took over the job, they were four wins and nine losses. Since he's taken over, they've gone seven wins and seven losses. Okay. So he has got them to 500, and that's only off the back of a couple of losses of late. Uh, and he started one and four. So he had them on a really good winning streak in that middle period. They, they can't make playoffs, but it's been a great finish for the thesis. You would have been following this closely. You love your basketball, but they weren't playing for CJ Bruton. There was some disconnect, wasn't there, there between playing. Was. And remember, they basically sack their top three or four most experienced players. They yep. weren't getting a start. Yep. Now, you do that, and there's friction amongst the group. Without and, doubt. But Scotty sort of brought a few players back together. And, um, yeah, I'm really pleased with Scott. I'm not sure he'll get the coaching gig. They're talking about Brian there's Gorge if he wants There's competition there. There is competition. But, but you mentioned it. That he's galvanised the group. I like your number six. At number five, I've gone with Adelaide United, not necessarily for the results on the pitch, but it's what's happened off the pitch. Their exits, the players that they have developed has been rather incredible. Joe Gauchi has gone to Aston Villa. Nestor Irunkunda, we know, has gone to Bayern Munich. Popovich has gone to South Korea. And Hall has gone to Brighton. Look, you want to keep your players, but congratulations to Adelaide United on what they have done development-wise to be able to get their better players to go to the bigger leagues around the world. Yeah, I agree. That It's almost like a, a production line. Of yep. course, um, Craig Goodwin also went before the season. So a lot of players come out of Adelaide for you know such a small little state and but, Carl, having said that, when you lose players and uh, something's not quite right at the moment, Carl Viet probably facing the biggest challenge of his uh, young coaching career. It's a very fair point you made there, Wills. Now, number four, I'm glad you mentioned Dizzy before I put them in at number four. They won five straight games to be able to make the finals and then even knock the scorches off in the finals. It was a, a great run from the strikers to be able to challenge. And, and Bonds and I spoke about this uh, about a month ago. It has to be a successful season. With losing Rashid Khan, with not having, obviously, Travis and Alex for much, to be able to make it to the finals and finish in third position, although they don't win it, it's still a good year. Yeah, I think when you're one and four and looking awful, as I said, I'd, I'd read the death rights to, to all of them. Uh, well done to Dizzy and the team. And it was mainly, though, on the back of Matt Short, and they introduced spin. They, they suddenly, but Cam Boyce had a remarkable tournament. And Lloyd Pope, the forgotten man, came back and he won a couple of games too for the Strikers. He really did. On the back of that, the Adelaide Strikers women's team is at number three to go back-to-back in the titles in the women's Big Bash League. Well done. A great season again for the Strikers women's side. Yeah, they got a very, very good side, well coached, and uh, they play a really bright um, game of cricket. They do. We've mentioned this multiple times over the last month, but the Adelaide Giants, well done. Back-to-back champions again in the ABL, the Australian Baseball League. What an incredible feat that is at number two. And at number one, Travis Head's 100 and World Cup win for Australia. Now, you you finished up and the Aussies weren't going well. No, they weren't. And um, I think we all agreed they were below par. Adam Zampa was getting smashed all around the park. 
But Travis Head innings, he's not only done it there, he's done it in test matches on pretty tough wickets. He can do the good and the bad. He can. Just saw a king pair the other day in Brisbane. It was incredible, though. But coming up on the show, we've got Dizzy Gillespie, thanks to Toolkit Depot. Members get trade pricing. Sign up today. The hat trick, thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian finest. The farmers find your local branch at nutrient.com.au and your calls and text on the Just Quality Home Improvement open line 1300 736 736 or text us on 0427 154 166. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Sports Day SA, Dan Mensman, David Wilde for Just Quality Home Improvements, experts in roller shutters, plantation shutters, outdoor blinds, uh, lawn and roof restoration. Well, Dizzy Gillespie, I saw him last night. We spoke about Maxi's innings, Dan. Unbelievable. We had the, the best seat in the house at the southern end and the great man Dizzy Gillespie joins us. Dizzy, how are you? Oh, going really well, Wilde. Thanks. Thanks for having me. What about last night? Wasn't it incredible? Oh, it was superb, wasn't it? It was just an incredible game of cricket, really. Um, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, Glenn Maxwell, 120 not out of 55 balls. I, I, I said, that was superb. That was as good a ball striking as you will see. Um, but I, I suppose overall in the game, I, I think pre-game, um, you know, speaking about how in the first game against uh, in Hobart, how the surface was so good. Both teams scored in, in excess of 200. And with Adelaide Oval being the most productive uh, ground for run scoring in the BBL, um, we you know would expect with two strong batting lineups yeah. a, a lot of runs. But not in my wildest dreams did I expect Australia to post 241. You're a, you're a coach of note, and we spoke uh, briefly during the innings after Maxie's great 120, how he kept so still, and you you sort of put it, analysed it more like a, a golfer, whereas the West Indies top four came out, and they were swinging from the, the bleachers, weren't they? They lost all their shape. They weren't. They were lifting their head, and it's a big difference. Even though you can still hit a six, Maxie was doing it with perhaps uh, less room for error. Yeah, I think you make a really good point there. It was it was obvious that the West Indians moved around a lot, didn't they? So their head wasn't still. They weren't balanced, whereas it was really obvious, really clear that Glenn Maxwell, it didn't matter where the ball was bowled, he just got a good base with his with his uh, legs and his feet. And he the ball, when it, it was right under his eyes when he made contact. And, and then all it was was just the strength of his forearms and his wrists. He could just adjust the angle of his bat. And, I mean, some of those shots he played, he played a couple of shots off Andre Russell, who bowled a good Yorker at middle and <laughs> off stump. And he was hitting them over gully for four. Um, and that's just... That, that, that was, I think, just as you mentioned, the, the golf analogy there, just being able to hit the ball and keep his head still and head down, even when he's made contact with the ball, much like a golfer. Um, so it's no surprise he hits a very good golf ball as well. But that was absolutely superb. And I think that was an absolute masterclass in, uh, in keeping your head and body still and making good contact. And you know, I, would, I would encourage a lot of coaches out there to get the footage of Maxwell's innings and really, be, really notice at his body positions and his head positions and, and his hand positions at point of contact because uh, it was absolutely superb.
It's a great point you make, Diz, and I just want to get on to your Redbacks games. The results against Victoria, not yep. as we would have loved. Uh, Victoria, obviously, in the Shield, but then also in the Marsh Cup. What did you make of, in particular, the Marsh Cup? Victoria chasing yep. it down with three wickets uh, to go with uh, about seven overs remaining. Not quite the runs on the board, potentially, to win the game? No, nowhere near enough, mate. It was uh, we, we just didn't score enough runs. We lost early wickets. Um, you know, we, we look. Uh, unfortunately, in both games, the, the toss played a really big role in the in the game. Um, you know, certainly the Mars Cup with the early start, there was just enough there for the uh, bowlers to to exploit. Uh, admittedly, we could have batted better. It was a good surface, um, so we just needed to make sure that we essentially didn't lose wickets uh, too early. When you find yourself four down for not too many, it, it, it's hard to, to get yourself back into the game. And it was only on the back of you know Harry Nielsen, Harry Conway down the order scoring some valuable runs that, that got us to a total that um, was unders, but we could defend. And um, look, we were valiant. We were, the boys put in a shift and, and worked hard, but... Unfortunately, we just couldn't get over the line. So, Diz, just on that, yeah, it makes it really difficult now. Obviously, the Marsh Cup uh, hasn't gone South Australia's way this year, and the Sheffield Shield, we need results to go our way. What's the message for the playing group in terms of it's hard in terms of you, you want individual and team performance, but at the same time, team success, we need results to go our way? Yeah, without a doubt. It, I mean, it, it's really simple for us, obviously, out of the Marsh Cup. Um, so we're just going to go out there on Wednesday against Queensland and 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 have some fun, play a bit, play with a bit of freedom. Let's uh, let's look to entertain as much as we can and and make sure we're nailing our processes. That, that's really all we can do. Um, go out there and, and try and put on a show. Um, then come Friday, I mean the, the equation's very clear. We're, we're still in the hunt for a Shield final berth. So um, yes, we have to win all our games and, and yes, potentially things have to go our way. Um, but we're still in it, and so we just approach that as we have been um, because we've played some really good cricket in the in the Sheffield Shield. We could very easily, you know, the, the win-loss columns could be reversed because we've had some games that were very close. We just need to make sure we, um, we ice those games, uh, win those big moments. Um, but I, I've been, you know, look, at, look, it's been disappointing. There's no question in the Shield. Um, we've been so close in so many games. And we, our bowling has been superb. We're, we're statistically the best performed bowling attack in the country. Um, we're catching everything behind the wicket with a, with a highest percentage of catches taken behind the stumps um, in the country. And it's just, we're just finding ourselves, you know, a, a bit short of runs. And, you know, if we can find some more runs, even in the game in Victoria uh, last week, if we found an extra... 40 to 50 yeah, runs yeah. and you know we were very much in that game um you know as, as i said the 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 toss bit you know I, I haven't seen many games where the toss has such a big bearing on a result but you know you could safely say that that uh, down at the junction oval that the toss was crucial um but even, even then we still should have found a way to score another 50 runs in our first innings um because our bowling attack has has been so effective um, so, yeah, that's certainly a, a, a big work on for us. Yeah, that's interesting. Dan and I were talking about you look at two and five, you look where you position on the table, you think, oh, it doesn't look too good. But a lot of those games could have gone either way. You win another one and you're just outside outside the, the top four. So, 
I mean, you need obviously need a bit more improvement, but you are seeing some gradual improvement. When you talk about those stats, they're going in your favour, but perhaps not just uh, coming out in points. No, that's right. And, you know, having games where we've been so close, you know, uh, Western Australia chased down a, a total eight down. Um, Vix just got it seven down. We lost to the Vix at Adelaide over by 23 runs. Um, you know, we had Sam Harper out for three. He went on to make 150. Um, th- these are the moments in games that we need to make sure we're getting right. And th- those little things are the big things. Um, but look, we're, look, I, I've, look I've, I've been proud of how the boys have been going about it. We've challenged the boys on how we can be better, particularly with our batting, how, how we can find more runs, how can we absorb tough periods, how can we then put the pressure back on the opposition bowlers. And, um, you know, if we continue to work on those things and, and get better at those, um, you know, we, we will be a better team for it. Um, and, look, we've got, we've got last three games. You'll, um, you know, obviously th- those teams will be announced in due course. You, you might see a, a bit of a change to, to our lineups. So we've got a couple of force changes um, with a couple of injuries. Obviously, Henry Hunt... Um, got hit in the one-day game in the in the nose and um, is, a, is a bit battered and bruised. Liam Scott rolled his ankle. Um, you know, we've got... So, so we'll have at least a couple of changes. So we've got to do something different because uh, what we've been doing at the moment hasn't been working. Mm. Jason Gillespie, our guest for Tyre Power. Hot summer sale on now. Get four for the price of three on Kumo Tyre. Tyre Power, helping you drive... Say safely this summer. Dizzy, now I've got a confession to make, but you know I love you and I've been your biggest fan, but uh, when the strikers were one and three and not playing well, I said, gee, I don't know about the, the, the team at the you moment. You jumped off I'm, I'm not sure about the squad. I'm feeling for Dizzy and the, I know they're doing their best, but the results aren't coming. And then you win about six or seven on the road. I was made look stupid. So did you see the turnaround coming? Well, I mean, look, it was we were one and four. Um, Wheeled after six games, which included a washout, so our first yes. game of the season. So yeah. we, we knew, we knew, we were at the point where basically every match was a final from that moment on. And um, my default as a coach and as a selector is to to back slaves in, give them one more game, than move them on one game too early, if that makes sense. So, but knowing that we were finals we knew so basically our, our strategy just changed from you know we we decided to take the pace off the ball within the field yeah the spinners our, our, the quicks it wasn't quite working with it with our fast bowls and uh, and we were getting getting punished and we just felt right we're going to do something different here completely different so and, and that that takes bravery as well and acknowledgement that okay we haven't quite got it right here um, so I had a couple of uh, a couple of grumpy bowlers who uh, a couple of grumpy fast bowlers who, who missed out on selection, but um, we needed to do something different. So we we got Lloyd Pope in as a local replacement player, and Cameron Boyce was bowling quite nicely. And we thought let's look to really impact with wrist spin and let's see how we go. We we need to stop the bleeding, stop the runs, uh, because our batting group was batting quite well. Um, and scoring a lot of runs, but we just couldn't defend, or we were just leaking far too many and leaving our batters too much to do. So um, we changed our strategy, which is bold and, and brave halfway through a tournament, but 
in essence, we didn't have anything to lose because we needed to, every game was a final from that moment on and we needed to win and, and fortunately we did that. So Diz, just on that, it sprung the idea in my mind in terms of you mentioned how you changed up a few things and the spinners had the impact they did. You might not know the answer yet because it's a long way out, but does that mean that we're going to stick with those two bowlers or is Rashid Khan back in the picture for next year? Jamie Overton was incredible. Those two guys in particular uh, and their futures with the strikers. Uh, so you're talking about Rashid Khan and Jamie Overton? Yes. Um, well, certainly, look, Jamie was immense for us. Yeah. And, you know, he, he was absolutely fantastic. And, and we certainly missed him when, when he left to go to ILT20. Um, but, look, he, he's certainly someone we'd love to have back. And same with Rashid Khan. And, um, you know, it, it, we'll just have to wait and see um, what transpires. We've obviously got a draft. There's a lot of... Uh, things being discussed by the BBL and, and Cricket Australia about overseas players because that's all that, that's been a point of contention for a while now. That um, because the draft is so late in the year and you can only sign overseas players for that one season, um, naturally overseas players are going to if they're getting offered a contract somewhere in March or April um, for. January next year, they're not going to turn that down. They're, they're going to take that security and that yeah. guarantee. Um, so, you know, I've, I've made my position very clear to the BBL that, you know, they need to potentially revisit um, that strategy because, I mean, it's, it's, it's not the greatest look when you have so many players unavailable for, for the, the finals, a couple of rounds yeah. and then finals. Um, it makes it difficult, but you can't blame the players because, they can go to ILT20, they can go to South Africa and get paid US dollars and um, and it's guaranteed. And that's guaranteed like nine months before the tournament starts um, and they've signed multi-year deals. So that's where, you know, I think the BBL think tank need to get together and uh, and find, a, find solutions. And my understanding is that they are having these discussions and these conversations because I ideally love nothing more than to be able to go to... a use Jamie Overton as an example, we'd love to be able to say, right, here's a contract and here's it for the next two years and we'd love you to be an Adelaide striker. Um, that, that would be our, our preference and I'm confident speaking to all the other franchise coaches that that would be their preference as well. Um, so we'll, look, we'll just have to wait and see. Just to, but um, but that, that, that would be our preference. Two quick ones. You mentioned Henry Hunt. How easy? That was a nasty blow. It wasn't quite a Steve Ward, Jason Gillespie collision, but it wasn't nice. And Nathan yeah, McSweeney, Nathan McSweeney, Dizzy, there's something about him I really like. He looks technically very correct. He's got good power for, he's not a big guy, but I saw some of the power in the big bash and, and certainly at shield level. Uh, he's got the, he's got all the goods you think to go higher? Yeah, so look, oh, we'll start with McSweeney. Yeah, look, he, I, I certainly think he does. He's, he's a fine young man. He's, he's a fine cricketer. Bowls very, better than part-time off spin as well. Uh, he's a very good fielder, but he's batting. He's, he's, he's growing in stature, and, and he just needed an opportunity. Um, so, he, you know, obviously he's a Queenslander. He, he didn't get the opportunities he would have liked uh, up there, and, and we just saw an opportunity to, to secure a high-quality young player um, uh, to be part of our squad. Um, you know, he showed leadership. I mean, he's, he's going to lead again on Wednesday um, for, uh, for us. 
um, you know, which is great. It's another leadership opportunity. He's, he's led Aussie A. He's led the Brisbane Heat to the Big Bash title. So there's leadership, um, you know, qualities there. Um, but his batsmanship is, is great. He's shown a lot of growth um, in both formats for, for South Australia this year um, and last year. So, look, we're, yeah. we're delighted with yeah. his development. Um, and I certainly believe he's got what it takes to to play at the next level. Now, Diz, last and, one. Sorry, and you talk about Henry Hunt, sorry. Um, uh, sorry to jump in there. No, all good. Yeah, Henry is a bit, is a bit sore. Um, it's a really nasty blow. He, he actually is going in for... Uh, to get some work done tomorrow, um, tomorrow morning. So, um, look, he, he's okay. He's in good spirits. He's he's a bit sore. There's no doubt about that. Um, and you know, it's unlikely we'll see him for the rest of this season because um, it is a real nasty wow. blow. And you know, his health is absolutely paramount. Um, you know, a couple of games of cricket in the greater scheme of things um, come come a distant second to his health and, and well-being. So we're just making sure we're getting around him and, and giving him all the support that he needs. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, he can have these procedures done and, and he'll be back to full fitness uh, pretty soon. Now, Diaz, I'll say the hardest one for last. As the head coach, we've spoken about the NFL today, the Super Bowl, the job that the Kansas City Chiefs have done, and Andy Reid, their head coach, and how is he just handled the external noise. As the coach, are you saying, hey, we don't want any outside noise, or are you saying, hey, we want Taylor Swift in the rooms, in the inner sanctum, and being a part of this, uh, or is it no, that's a no-go, like we've seen in the NFL? Um, look, I think it, 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 I'd need a bit. I'd need all the information, I suppose. <laughs> but for me, I, I think you just embrace things. You know, we, look, we, we live in a we live in a world where everything's out in the open and transparent. Yeah. You know, what what with social media, there's uh, all the all the bells and whistles. Um, for me, I say embrace it and just go with the flow. Um, look, if, if players aren't motivated enough playing a final um, to, to do well, well, and, you know, if they're getting distracted by external stuff, then, yep. um, you know, maybe they're not the players for, for, the, for the team. But um, you'd like to think once, once players get to a professional level that motivation isn't, isn't, an, isn't an issue, attitude isn't an issue, um, and they've got the mindset to be to want to be successful. So... Um, look, I, I think if it, if it is going to distract, then you'd sort of maybe rein it in or whatever. But look, I, I think, you know, you've got to trust players to be uh, big enough and ugly enough to best prepare themselves to do the job for their team. That's a great point. Well said, Dizzy. All the best for the last uh, couple of games or the two or three games you got left. Thanks so much, guys. Lovely to chat as always. Jason Gillespie there. Gee, Henry Hunt must have been... You saw it. went straight through his hands. Yep. Smashed into his yeah, nose and nice, was it? top of his mouth. Uh, well, have you seen any footy-wise some really nasty ones around yeah. the, the head? Oh, I have. Teeth coming out? And... Oh, not as much teeth coming out. More concussion-type stuff where guys' eyes roll back in their head and you are concerned seeing that live. and Because you can see how big the hit was as well and you think, wow, that's, um, that's not good, I tell you that right now. Uh, so, yeah, there is, there is some concerning moments and games. But we're at a stage now where you, the medical team and the way they handle this situation is as good as it's ever Well, to miss two or three weeks must be pretty serious Correct. here. A time now for the hat trick thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers.
Now, Dan, you have to take me through this, a new segment. Since I've been away, I see Sam and you have conjured up a few we different have. things. Yes. Unbelievable. So, so this is the hat trick, uh, which is our forgettable moment. If you don't know, now you know, and it is what it is. So I'll start first with my forgettable moment. My forgettable moment is today in the Super Bowl, the San Francisco 49ers, they Scored a touchdown, went up by three points. They kicked the extra point. If they had kicked it, it would have put them up by four points, yes. which is important because it means that they're more than a field goal ahead. Yes. They're at least the, Kansas City would have needed at least a touchdown to get back in in touch of them, or at least in front. They missed the extra point, which you don't see happen in the yeah, NFL very often. Just got a finger to it, didn't they? Got a finger to it, and that is the forgettable moment because. At the end of the day, if they kick that extra point, more than likely the 49ers are Super Bowl champions. I might forget a moment. We spoke about it. Travis Kelsey um, pushing the coach and screaming in his face. <laughs> now, if it wasn't Travis Kelsey, I dare, and they'd lost, I dare say the player might There'd be, be, more out, of, might be out of the club. But I haven't seen that, that, such vitriol and angst and anger towards the coach. But no, I like yours. Yeah. So if you don't know, now you know. Uh, <laughs> I'll stay on the NFL the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is going to be in the GOAT conversation forever now in the NFL. It is it is plain and simply, if you don't know now, you know, it is Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, and there is no one else that's in that conversation. So it, we talk about in the NBA, LeBron James and Michael Jordan is the conversation. You can throw up other names if you want, whether it be Kareem, Shaq, Kobe, whoever else it is. In the NFL, it is now plain and simply uh, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes and Tom Brady. He's only 28 too, so I he's know. got a, what he's going to do for the rest of his career. 42, yes. 43. He's got a couple to catch, or he's got a few to catch up, but he might get there. Mine, if you don't know, you'll never know, is it's the longest game in um, Super Bowl <laughs> history today. They had overtime. It's yes. only the second time they've had that too, but it just went on and on. I thought a lacklustre first half. We did talk really about did, that, yep. but second half, when it's, when it's down to the last few seconds, unbelievable. It was unbelievable, and what an incredible finish by the Chiefs. It is what it is. Well, well it is what it is. The 36ers, although they have been unbelievable in the last two months of the NBL. Under Scotty. Under Scotty. They're still going to finish in ninth or tenth position yeah. on the table. It is what it is. They're still going to finish in the bottom two teams. Well, I just spoke with Dizzy. It's like... The shield side too, the Redbacks. It is what it is. That's yeah, where they are. Correct. It's uh, They've had a great finish, but they're still going to be finishing the bottom two. Well done. Like those lost in the wash, thanks to Toolkit Depot. Become a Toolkit Depot trade member and get trade pricing every time you shop. What do you got for us there in the in the uh, lost in the wash? Yeah, we might just have a quick look at the Crows. And there's been a couple of updates. Rory Laird has spoken about a couple of guys that would be interested in knowing about. So Wayne Malera has had a couple of injury Issues over well over the last three or four years. If they if the Crows can get the best out of Wayne Malera, then that will significantly help their team this year. We'll have a listen to what Rory said about Wayne Malera's injuries. Yeah, he's had a couple, mate, but um, he's tracking for a, a preseason game as well, which is fine. Is so right? um, just a bit of awareness to it, and um, yeah, he's obviously had it a couple of times, which makes it a little bit more concerning. But um, he should be right, mate. He seems to be. Very uh, up and about in his spirits and, and confident with that he can play a couple of games before playing round one. So that was Rory Laird talking about Wayne Malera there, who is very important for the Crows. Oh, he had a good year last year too, didn't he? He really did. The other one that's going to be very interesting for Crows fans is their first draft pick, first round draft pick, Dan Curtin. Now, we know that Murray is going to be out. Butts has had a couple of injury issues, but their, their weakness round one. is their back line. So will Dan Curtin play round one? It's a great point. Will I say yes. You Can say I yes. Get in early. What is one ninety seven centimeters? Oh, I think big he's, tall backman. He is. I think it'd be great if he can. Well, let's have a listen to what Rory Laird said. 
Yeah, I'd say so. Um, mm. He's had a, a few niggles with his knee, but he's. Uh, I spoke to him today, actually, just in time for you boys, just to get the uh, the inside word for Good you. Man. But um, he's he's <laughs> he's uh, back into full training, I should say, and um, yeah, looking to actually sort of play this week. And he's obviously had a bit of an interruption, but uh, you can just sort of see the the natural football instincts and and the way he moves for himself. Uh, pretty impressive. It's kind of like Riley Kilthorpe. He, he yep. can move around yeah. well. He sort of steps around blokes, quick on his feet, um, and a really good size too. So uh, seems so pretty switched on too. I reckon he understands sort of what it takes, and um, yeah, he's pretty exciting. He's in. That's pretty positive, Wills, isn't he's it? He's in. Though. Uh, Taylor Walker said he thought the best draft he's he's seen for the Crows. That's a huge call. That isn't was uh, Rory Laird on Kimbo on the Roach this afternoon, and that is a quick community update. Thanks to Fireco. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with South Australian Country Fire Service. Visit cfs.sa.gov.au. This community update is thanks to New Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions, available at Bunnings Warehouse. Beautiful read and a beautiful show. Again, we had Dizzy Gillespie. We look forward to speaking with Dizzy. And it was all Super Bowl today. It went for about five or six hours. A I mean, massive day. It's a, They do drag it out. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, the coach of uh, Kansas. I saw on the halftime show. That's a big moment. I think we'll hear more about that. Yep. Uh, I think all the, the hype on and Travis has perhaps got to him too. But uh, any other good thing, Dan? The good thing is I'm back. You are no, back, Great to be back with you, and we'll do it all again tomorrow night between 6 and 7. As we always say, bye for now. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you.